When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. I'll tell you what, it's going to be enjoyable watching the Tennessee Titans run the football down the throat of the Green Bay Packers tonight. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. What is up, my friend? Nothing much. It's interesting, this night, this matchup tonight. I mean, it's huge implications for the Green Bay Packers, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Tennessee Titans, it's a fait complete that they're going to be in the playoff. They're going to win the AFC South going away, but... The Packers, I mean, their playoff chances are on life support. Yeah, and that this is why they're trying to hang in and find a way, and everybody's encouraged off of what they saw the other day, but there's no reason to be, and we'll tell you why right now. Here we go! go, go. Only one place to start. And that place to start is with this matchup tonight. We are presented by... ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. That is one place to start. And this this whole situation with the Green Bay Packers, I am I'm frankly surprised at the amount of people this week that have all of a sudden felt like the Packers have figured this out. That the Packers now that Christian Watson is catching passes and is starting to turn into the player that they had hoped when they drafted him in the second round, that Aaron Rodgers is actually completing passes. Yeah. And that the Packers defensively were not horrible the other day, that all of a sudden it's here we go. And so often, Chris, when you when you have legacy guys like Aaron Rodgers, like the Packers as an organization, mm-hmm. people buy into that at the flip of a switch. I wouldn't buy into this at a flip of a switch. No, I'm not buying into this either, especially with the opponent that they got rolling into Lambeau. How are you going to out-physical a team that's identity is based on physicality? It just doesn't make sense, right? The number one run defense in the National Football League belongs to the Tennessee Titans. One of the best rush offenses in the National Football League belongs to the Tennessee Titans. So I just don't see a path to victory for Green Bay utilizing the same formula that we see those, see them have success with with the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think it's going down like that tonight. Yeah, neither do I. And, and I do think that the Packers probably feel like they can throw the ball a little bit tonight because it's not if there's a weakness for Tennessee, it's the fact that they give up a lot of yards through the air. The problem is, I don't think there are enough mismatches on the field. Yeah, I, I, Watson had a very good game the other day. Do you look at the Packers receivers right now and say, this is a group as a whole that can make a secondary pay, especially when it's a secondary that hasn't played that great? Well, they don't scare me if they don't have the threat of being able to run the football. That's why Green Bay had so much success on offense this past Sunday. It's because... You had hard play action passing, and because they were able to run the ball effectively, they rushed it for 39 times for over 200 yards. Because they could do that, the second-level defenders had to respect the play action fake, creating a void between the second and third level of the defense, and that's where you saw a lot of the explosive plays. Three, uh, two or three of Christian Watson's touchdowns came on hard play action with Aaron Rodgers turning his back to the defense. 
So I think ultimately if you don't have the success rate on the ground running the football, then it makes it harder for that play-action passing game to generate the explosive plays that we saw against the Cowboys. Well, but in needing to generate those plays, what really would concern me on the flip side is that the Titans are just such a terrible matchup for them in terms of running the ball. Yeah. I mean, the Titans, when I say they're going to run it down their throats, just remember, and I I don't love going back to one particular game, especially when it's early in the year, Mm -hmm. but, Chris, there are times that we get images drilled in our mind, and it's very difficult to shake that image when you are thinking about a team in the future. And one of the images I have from this season is the Chicago Bears running all over the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Running all over them. Roughshod. Trampling them. And that's an image that I can't shake. And with Derrick Henry, that's an image that I fully expect to see tonight. And this is a game where I can see Derrick Henry not only having a big night, I can see him popping one for a really, really long touchdown run. Well, I can see that too, Carlin, but here's the thing. Green Bay's defense, they know they've struggled with the run game, so you got to imagine that defensive coordinator Joe Barry is going to commit as many resources to the line of scrimmage and stopping Derrick Henry as often as he can. I mean, if you go back to their game in 2020 where you saw the Green Bay Packers using eight, nine-man fronts to slow down Derrick Henry, I think Joe Barry is going to try to replicate that formula, but the problem is what happens in terms of the play-action pass and the receivers for the Tennessee Titans getting one-on-one opportunities. Because last week against the Denver Broncos, that's exactly what Ryan Tannehill used to generate explosive plays. Think about it. I mean, Ryan Tannehill last week on play-action passing against the Denver Broncos was 6-10 for 111 yards and a touchdown. And you saw the deep overs. You saw one flea flicker where Derrick Henry pitched it back to him and it was a touchdown to Westbrook Aquina. Like some of those plays being sprinkled in there would be just enough to be able to allow Tennessee to generate the offense that they need. So I imagine this game being much more on Ryan Tannehill than on Derrick Henry because the number one guy that you circle when you game plan against the Tennessee Titans, especially if you're a struggling run defense, is number 22. Mm-hmm. 17 is going to have to have a big game in his second game back. Now, the one the one caveat I will say that we have to pay attention to, center Ben Jones for the Tennessee Titans is out this game. All right, their offensive line for the Titans has been banged up all year, but the center, Ben Jones, the guy that communicates the protections, makes all the line calls, he's going to be out. So seeing how that impacts the run game early um, could – dictate how this game unfolds. So that's the one thing that I'm watching early on. But again, I don't have confidence in this Packers defense that they're going to be able to slow down Derrick Yeah, and to me, it's it, it, when you talk about it being on Tannehill a little bit to, to really play well and make some of those plays, it feels to me like he only has to make a few of them. Like, he, he just has to make the ones that are wide open to him. Because yeah. there are going to be ones that are wide open to him, and as long as he makes those throws, this is not a by any stretch of game where Ryan Tannehill has to go out there and pick apart a defense. I think the defense is already going to be picked apart because of the fact that they are a team that is going to run it first, second, and third yep. before they get to passing the football. No, they are. And, Am and I simplifying it too much when I say that? No, you're not, you're not oversimplifying it. I, I think that is going to be what the – Titans are going to do offensively, but I think the defense for the Titans 
is going to set up opportunities for their offense, being able to generate field position, takeaways to get extra possessions for their offense. This defense is pretty doggone good, Carlin. They're plus three in turnover differential as a team, and this defense in the last two weeks has generated ten sacks. And last week they did six sacks against Russell Wilson without Jeffrey Simmons, who's going to be back in the lineup tonight, one of the best defensive tackles in all of football. So to me – If Green Bay is going to be one-dimensional on offense, if they can't get the run game going with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, then it's going to be a long night for Aaron Rodgers because that Tennessee Titans front is going to be all over him. You know, Chris, I don't love to throw around this word, but, boy, does it feel appropriate tonight. I just took a quick gander. I know what it is. I know what it is. At Caesar Sportsbook. I know what it is. I just took a quick look. Is it still at three? It is still at three. Ooh. The Tennessee Titans are getting three points. Ooh. It is very rare that the folks from Vegas get sucked in. But I think that's what's happened here. I think the folks from Vegas have gotten sucked in. And the Titans are plus 152 on the money line. Oh, it's got some juice to it. Oh. It's got some juice to it. Am I going to use the word? Go ahead and do it. I'm going to use the word. Go ahead and do it. Lock a with the Tennessee Titans tonight. La, 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 lock this one up. Oh, my goodness. It could, it, you couldn't be asking for it anymore. Now, look. Carly, <laughs> Why do I Carly, have a feeling Carly, that tomorrow I, we could be playing this back? Because we right now, collectively as a show, uh, normally 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time, by the way, on ESPN Radio, we're a little chilly right now. Yeah. We're a little ice cold. Yesterday, we decided, let's play some action tonight in the MAC to try to it's get back idea. on board. It's a bad I'll idea. Play a couple of overs. I flip on the game, Western Michigan and Central blizzard. Michigan, and it's, it's, the snow is coming down everywhere. I'm like, oh, this is not good. No. The over's 49, and it's 7-7 in the third quarter. That's how it's been going lately, but, geez, Chris, this to me feels like a slump buster. Carlin, this feels like we're going to get going. Carlin, 80% of the cash is on the Packers on the money line. Oh, 80% oh. of the cash. Oh. I, I don't know oh. about that, big fella. I, that, that's awfully one-sided. It is one-sided. For as close to these two teams. 80% of the cash is on the team that's 4-6 and six versus the team that's leading their division through Week 10. Oh. It seems absurd, doesn't it? <laughs> Nobody respects the Tennessee Titans, and they don't. Here's the thing. The Titans are one of the most well-coached teams in the National Football yes! League. Yes. People you don't give them enough time. have a top three coach in the league. There's no question about it in my mind, and they're going into this Green Bay game against a team that's struggling to find an identity, and we saw a blip of something that we think they can utilize to have success down the stretch. We don't even know if it's sustainable. Aaron Rodgers said, don't use the word sustainable. Don't use the word. He's right. We don't know if they can sustain what they did against the Dallas Cowboys. And the Dallas Cowboys defense from a personnel standpoint is vastly different Mm. than what the Tennessee Titans are bringing to the party. Let's welcome in a couple of members of the hashtag crew real quick. First of all, it's Nuno's birthday. Happy happy birthday, Nuno. Nuno. We get it. We did it. What did we, we did do? It. We survived another day. Here's what we're doing. You set a new personal best for Days Alive. Congratulations. Congratulations, Congratulations on a ch- celebrating the achievement of something that only every other person ever has done. Wow. Wow. Well done. Uh, appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Nuno. Uh, why do you want to minimize his birthday? No, I'm good. You're a bad guy. <laughs> because Colin. I'm a terrible guy. Yes, You're a bad he is, guy. but all good. Uh, Nuno. See, Nuno's not much of a birthday guy either. 
He's, he's, he'd really rather keep it under wraps for the most part. But Nuno, that aside, are we wrong? Does this, what, what are we missing here that this feels like such a lock? Well, I understand where you're coming from because you despise. I won't use the word. No, it's hate. not Aaron Rodgers. It's not. I didn't even use the words Aaron Rodgers in this. But but your this your prediction, your lock is coming from the fact that Aaron Rodgers is on the other sideline no. and that he has struggled and he has looked bad because we had a. You know, last week was one thing. The week before, he's throwing horrible picks to the Lions who can't stop anyone. So I, I understand it, but I just, I don't know. It feels like he could possibly get everything together and maybe, just maybe, become a dark horse team to make a Super Bowl. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Trying to tie in our next segment. Hmm. Could they be a dark horse team? Bubba, are we out of bounds here? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm with Nuno here. I think the Packers are making a run. It's Aaron Rodgers' time. Watch out. It started with the Cowboys here, and it's time to make a yeah, run. He's still bitter over that loss. That's, what, that's what's going on. Well, here. he has to say that, right? Yeah. Otherwise, what does it say about his team? Exactly. Yeah. His so. team lost to a lousy team. Yeah. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. I think the latter is much more likely than the former. <laughs> Just saying, Bubba. We are in for Greeny today. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. It's easy to bundle your home and car insurance at Progressive.com. And Nuno just hinted at it. Dark horse teams. There are a list of dark horse teams that could potentially make a Super Bowl run, the ones that we're not talking about right now. We will present you that list of dark horse teams, and I guarantee you there are surprises all over this green list. It's next. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Because I'm a terrible guy. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Kentia Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app, not to mention your smart speaker. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. All right, Canty. We are at the point of the year where you start to look at who are the realistic playoff teams and who are the realistic teams that could potentially get on a run. Mm -hmm. And... We always look for the guys who were the most interesting ones, the ones that you don't necessarily think of right away. I mean, when we talk about teams that can make a playoff run, nobody considers the Buffalo Bills a dark no. horse. No. Not by any stretch. I would say even now nobody really considers the Miami Dolphins a dark horse. Is yeah. that fair? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay. I mean, the Miami Dolphins, I think, will win the AFC East. Yes. Yeah. I, I think at this point they can Uh, I would still expect Buffalo, too, but that's neither here nor there for this discussion. Uh, I have compiled, I have cullied together a list of five teams that could potentially go on a Super Bowl run that you would not necessarily expect to do it. Okay, I got to hear this. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List, number five. There is only one reason that the New England Patriots are on this list, and that reason is the head coach. (laughs) That's it. And that's why they are number five. I can't sit here and sell you on very much in terms of offensive explosive plays. Their defense is solid. Solid. It is not off the charts amazing. Yet, when we get to later in the (laughs) year... They find ways to win games. Now, Mm -hmm. that is going to be a tricky proposition, to say the least, when you look at what their schedule looks like down the road. They still have to go on the road to Minnesota. They've got the Bills twice. They've got the Dolphins uh, in in New England. uh, And they still have the Cincinnati Bengals as well. Yeah, they have the fourth toughest remaining strength of schedule in the NFL. Exactly. And because of all of that, I still... Or despite all of that, I should say, I still give them an opportunity to do it quite simply because who the head coach is and who he is better than during the playoffs. And who he is better than during the playoffs is everybody else. <laughs> so that's why the New England Patriots are number five. Number four. Can't believe I'm saying this. Say it. The New York Giants. Hello. The New Let's York go Giants. Big Blue. Let's go Big Blue. Canty, why are they on the list? Because they're, on the, they're on the list because of Saquon Barkley. Exactly. And they're on the list because defensively they are better than I thought they would be. Yes. Shout I, out to Wink Martindale, their defensive coordinator. I'll tell you what. He has done a fantastic job with that group. And I understand that it ran its course in Baltimore. But sometimes you just got to put up with some things. And that clearly... Uh, was something that maybe John Harbaugh needed to rethink a little bit because Wink Martindale is making all the difference in the world and Saquon Barkley is doing what he is doing right now without the benefit of other true offensive weapons around him. Yeah. 
In other and, words, and we also have to give credit to Brian Dable for finding ways to create space for Saquon, not only in the run game, but in the passing game. Saquon is on pace, Carlin, for over 1,700 yards rushing, which would be a career high, and on pace for over 2,000 yards, no, excuse me, 2,100 yards from scrimmage. Unbelievable what but he's But you doing. know what? You think about tonight with Derrick Henry, like we were talking about, you don't think about the receivers around him for a reason. They aren't great receivers. Saquon Barkley leads the league in rushing in a very similar situation like that. No doubt about it, because Giants receivers are 29th in receiving yards this year, 29th. So, to be successful in the playoffs, no matter what anybody says, no matter what Dominique Foxworth says about this not being 1993, (laughs) you have to run the football. Yes. The Giants have just that outside shot. Number three. The Seattle Seahawks. Look, they have gotten quarterback play nobody on the planet would have ever envisioned from Geno Smith. There were flashes this past week in Germany of the old Geno. I get mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And I also have to credit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for shutting down the Tampa, uh, the Seattle running game. But Kenneth Walker is the truth. Yes, he is. Kenneth Walker can run the football. If you tie these two things together and you do have the weapons of Lockett, of DK Metcalf, and I'll even throw Noah Fant in there, and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of a sudden, you've got some things to work with. I don't love them on the defensive side, but I think that's a lot more offensive firepower than we really understand right now. No, I completely agree with you, and the only reason we're saying that Seattle is a dark horse is because people don't believe that Geno Smith could sustain this level of play being top five in QBR, and we don't know that this young defense is up for the challenge once they face off against some of the better offenses the league has to offer. I will say this, redeeming quality about that defense, they take the ball away an awful lot. Mm-hmm. They're six in takeaways in the NFL. And listen, they may not stop you, but they will get an extra possession or two that way. Yeah. And that makes a huge difference. So you like that pick. I love that pick. If you like that pick, you're going to hate this one. <laughs> Number two. The New York Jets. Oh, the New York Jets. Uh-huh. Did I just do that? that I, apparently I did. Brandon is cringing over on the side as a Jet fan. Our stage manager, not happy about the, the fact that I would say this. No, he gave it the Jordan fist pump. That's, that's the 98 game six Jordan fist pump. Oh, okay. Yeah, You're on board the, then. After he hit the fadeaway over right. Russell. Or did I just saying something nice and he wants to hear it? So that, that could be it too. Yeah. Uh, listen, the reason I say this, they have the best corner in football right now. And Sauce Gardner. They have Quinnen Williams, who is a dominant force. He's playing at an all-pro level. Oh, my goodness. The Jet defense is one that must be respected. Must be respected. They lost people on the offensive line, including Mekhi Becton, and yet they're still effective. They lost uh, Elijah Elijah Vera Tucker, and they lost Brees Hall. What's the Jets' Achilles heel? The quarterback. Yeah. Can he not turn it over? Chris, I know at some point you need a quarterback to make a play or two. I'm not there yet. Don't screw it up, kid. That's where I'm at with this. Don't screw it up, kid. I do think the Jets, even with Michael Carter running the ball, because Garrett Wilson has developed pretty nicely. He's a really good player. Yeah. Jets got a shot. It feels like the formula that the Jets used in 2009-2010 when they went to -to back-to-back conference championship they don't have Mark the, Sanchez. They don't have the bruiser like Thomas Jones, but 
No, Michael Car- Michael Carter and James Robinson. Those they're, are they're those good are running backs. Tough runners in between the yeah. tackles. They're they're tough. Yeah, they'll I don't get think yards after. As good as that one. No, they're not good as Thomas Jones. Yeah. I mean, of UVA fame. But listen, yeah. they're tough in between the tackles. The only question is, they're winning in spite of their quarterback, not because of them. And for a team that has to go the wild card route, mm-hmm. can your quarterback make the requisite plays that he would have to in order for them to get to the Super Bowl? Right now, I would say a ball says doubtful. But let's finish off. The green list. And the number one on the green list. Number one. Is the Cincinnati Bengals. And you may not sit here and say that the Cincinnati Bengals are a dark horse. They were in the Super Bowl last year. They were. <laughs> but look at where they are right now. Oh, my God. I mean, they have not been very good this year. They've been a little better than average. They're five and four at the moment. But look at a couple of things here. I'm going to call them a dark horse because their offensive line has not performed anywhere near as well as I would have expected, uh, especially with the money that they spent on it this offseason. Yeah. And their defense can still be suspect at times. You're like, Carlin, you're arguing against yourself here. No, 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 no. What did the Bengals do last year? They got better as the season went along. And I, the Bengals are going to get better as the season goes along. That offensive line, as you told me early this season, they needed time to gel. Let's see if that starts to improve a little bit. Jamar Chase is not end of the year. It's week 12 where we could see him back. And that would be just in time. And when you have those three receivers and Joe Mixon, I'm sorry. You got a shot. Yeah. And the Bengals, having been there before, understand what it's about. They are your number one dark horse team right now to potentially go on a Super Bowl run. Okay, so that's it. So recap the green list. Run it down one more time. Number five, the New England Patriots. Okay. Number four, the New York Giants. Number three, the Seattle Seahawks. Number two, the New York Jets. Number one, the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, so we're clear. You don't have the San Francisco 49ers on there. They're not a dark horse. Oh, they're not a dark horse. They're not a dark horse. Not even consider them a dark horse. Absolutely not. Okay, so they're five and four. The exact same record as the Cincinnati Bengals. You and I both know that they are much different teams and that the Cincinnati Bengals would be considered much more of a dark horse, especially in the AFC. Okay, I'll let you tell it. The Green Bay Packers. I think my silence says it all. (laughs) I don't think there's much to say. The L.A. Chargers. No. I love the Chargers. The Chargers. No shot. No, they're not putting this together. With a top five to seven quarterback in the NFL, no shot. I I love them. And I I love Austin Eckler. Chris, they're not stopping anybody from running the football. And Rashawn Slater's not there. And Joey Bosa's not there. I mean, why would I think that the Chargers are going to go on a run when they've had some of these games that they've had. Can we remember just how inconsistent they've been and that Jacksonville went out there and destroyed them yeah, this year? that was bad. Destroyed them. In their own building. Come on. No. Chargers are not on that list. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, let's see here now. The Tampa uh, Bay Bucks. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, can you really call him a dark horse with no. Tom Brady? No. No, that's the point, right? If anybody I else mean, was the quarterback, I would say they were a dark they're horse. They're going to win that division going away, Carlin. Yep. I mean, there's no challenger in the NFC South. It's Tom Brady and three backup-level quarterbacks in the South. Mm-hmm. So the question becomes, well, what can the Bucs be once they get to the playoffs? Well, Tom Brady's made the playoffs 19 times. Mm-hmm. He's only been one and done, Carlin, three of those 19 times. Wow. Wow. Three of the 19 times. So this is a guy that once they get into the playoffs, you better be afraid of what the Buccaneers can do because Tom Brady knows how to win. Period. 
Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What problems do you have with that list as dark horses who could go on a Super Bowl run? ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. My friends, in just moments. We get into the teams that may need a quarterback and why, if they are leaning on the draft, that is a mistake. But first, for the next 30 seconds, we tell you about our friends from ZipRecruiter. Are you hiring? What type of role are you hiring for? Whether you need to hire a civil engineer in New York or a mascot in Missouri, ZipRecruiter can help you find qualified candidates fast. Their matching technology finds people with the right experience for your job, and you can invite them to apply. No wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E. E-N-Y. Canty and I are in for Greeny today. The draft, if you'll remember, was talked about as being an exceptionally deep draft when it comes to quarterbacks. In fact, we went back to the spring with Todd McShay's way too early draft right after the 2022 NFL draft. Todd McShay had five, count them, five quarterbacks in the top nine picks of the draft. Everybody we've talked to, including Mel Kuyper about 10 days ago or so, has said that this number is dwindling by the moment. Yeah. And we may be looking at only three quarterbacks who are going to be in the first round. Two guys who have been knocked out of it, seemingly at the moment, Tyler Van Dyke from Miami, who's been awful and maybe looking for a new place to play. And then you you could throw in... uh, Anthony Richardson from Florida. Richardson, yeah. Is he going to fall out of the first round? Maybe. So we're left with the likes of C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. So if you, and Will Levis. And Will Levis, who yeah. still is in that discussion, although that one I'm not as high on. <laughs> Canty, with that being the case, do you honestly look at this? If you're a team that needs a quarterback and you look at where the draft is right now with the top three picks and the team's that are at the top three, and you're not, and say, I can get my guy this coming year. I don't think you can. Yeah, that's the tough part about it, right? You're talking about half the league at any given time being uncertain about their quarterback situation, and if you cut that number in half, those eight teams are actively looking for a replacement option. And so with the three quarterbacks at the top of this year's draft – Yeah, there's not enough to go around for the teams that have to fill those chairs. And so the question now becomes, well, of the teams that have quarterbacks now, how many of those teams would be settled on sticking with the guy that they have versus trying to find somebody else, whether it be free agency, whether it be via trade, or whether it be the NFL draft? So that's what makes everything fascinating about what's going to happen in the second half of this season because I think there are a few teams that would qualify – that are still up in the air. Well, let's give you a few of them because the top three in the draft right now, if the draft was held today, Houston, yes. Uh, Vegas, I think yes. I think well, absolutely. Yeah, they, they would have the top three pick in yeah. the NFL draft. So how could you not think about quarterback? Absolutely. Carolina, yes. Yes. They need a quarterback. Obviously. Um, but then you go to some teams that don't. Philadelphia doesn't. Mm-mm. Jacksonville doesn't. 
Uh, Chicago doesn't. Uh, Seattle, eh, I don't. That sounds like they want to keep Geno for the short term here. Yeah. It, it doesn't sound like they want to uh, give a bunch of assets to move up to get somebody. They're in a good high. spot because they don't have to, right, right, Colin? They don't have to take a quarterback, but if one falls in a lap that they love, i.e. a guy like Will Levis, who Todd McShay has number 13 in his uh, latest ranking, then possibly taking a stab at that. But, again, that's not something that they have to do. But a team that we would circle in terms of trying to figure out what they do at the quarterback spot. Detroit would be one of those teams. I don't think they're going with Jared Goff here for the long term. And they're in a decent position that they've got two first-round picks they can move up all in the top 11. Yeah, exactly. So they're another team that you have to look out for. I'm not sure what Dan Campbell wants to do. He's probably going to go into next year on the hot seat if he keeps his job through this year. I don't know if you want a rookie quarterback to try to save your job. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. It's going to be a fascinating, fascinating discussion here in the coming weeks. College football is on ESPN Radio Saturday. Don't miss Illinois, Michigan at 12 noon. And number 10, Utah, number 12, Oregon, 10 p.m. Eastern. This college football preview brought to you by Cross Country Mortgage with the best loan originators in the game. Cross Country Mortgage, dedicated to getting it done. Visit ccm.com today equal housing opportunity nmls 3029 as we said we're in for greeny today up next yes kevin durant is at it again can this ever possibly end well Mm, probably not greeny the podcast this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Uh, The birthday boy Nuno was just asking during the break if I had ever gotten kicked out of a place. Yeah. You ever gotten kicked out of a place? Oh, plenty of times. Plenty of times. Plenty of times, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've gotten escorted out of places. Now, not Fresh Prince DJ Jazzy Jeff style where Uncle Phil (laughs) is tossing them out the front door. Never like that. 
But it's been like security. Hey, we need you to leave. Okay, cool. I got you. Okay, You're getting out here. What? What? Usually, I, usually that sentence ended with "Let me finish my drink first. <laughs> <laughs> I only got tossed once. Really? Only once. Okay. In college, and it was a. As it turned out, it was a case of mistaken identity. Really? Because I thought that I... I there are a lot of bald, bearded fellows at Hobarth? No, it wasn't my uh, mistaken identity. It was who it was with. I thought that it was with the drummer of a popular 90s band, the Spin Doctors. Okay. And I told this story. I think I told this story on the air with you. Okay. In the morning. And it turned out the drummer of the band called in and said, I never got in a fight with you. I don't, I don't know who it is. Really? It turns out it was the roadie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Oh, so, yeah, yeah you, you were told the story that you got in a fight with a dr- So it wasn't the drummer from Spin Doctor. No, it was a guy who looked like, as it turns out, I thought it was the drummer. Because I didn't figure out until much later right. that um, it was the drummer by watching one of their videos. I'm like, that's the guy. So you got that's your, him. you thought you got your butt kicked by a drummer of a popular band. Right. Well, no, I didn't get it. It wasn't a fight. I'd call it more of a skirmish. And and that just destroyed your game, right? Because beforehand, you could be, yeah, I got into a fight with the drummer of Spin Doctors. Now it's just you got well, beat I up by a roadie. for any game. I mean, that's and, probably part yeah. of your problem. Yeah. And, well, but as it turned out, it wasn't him mm. because he, he actually called into the show on 98.7 in New York. There you said, go. Uh, this is the drummer of the Spin Doctors. I don't know what you're talking about. Never got in a fight with you. It looks exactly like him. I said, all right, well, you know, I'm asking him how tall he is, all that kind of stuff. And I said, do you remember a guy who looked like you but was, because this guy was like 5'8". Yeah. That I got in a fight with. And I'm six foot. Why are you picking on people that size? I wasn't. He took my beer. He came over and took my beer. He says, that's my beer because I'm with the band. And I'm like, He took what? your Zima? He t- <laughs> wow. It's smeared off ice. <laughs> with the Jolly Rancher in the bottom? No. <laughs> wow. No. It, he didn't. So he said he was with the band. He said, that's my beer because I'm with the band. Okay. He didn't say I'm in the band. He said he's with the band. Right. So, so it turns so out. So he's affiliated with somebody. Uh, yeah, in, it turns out it was, he was a, a roadie of some sort. That's what happened. Okay. But I, it wasn't a, it was, he shoved me. I was unprovoked. I did not. I, so he took your beer, then he shoved you. Yeah. And then I, I turned, don't know. Something sounds fishy about this story. <laughs> no, yeah, right, right. Hang on. This guy, <laughs> this guy owes you right hang now. Hang on. I'll take that his beer. I'm going to shove you. And then I this turned. This guy's 5'8 and just runs your life right and now. And then <laughs> I turned and punched him, and I got him right in the chest. Like upper left Who chest. aims for the chest I when didn't they aim punch somebody? for it. He moved his head, and I got him right in the chest. But I got him flush. In the chest. Okay. Did and you knock he, him down? I knocked him back, yes, into knocked other him people. Back. No, 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 he said back. He into knocked, other, yeah. into back. other people. Into other people. If they weren't there, he would have been knocked down. Yeah. And then a bunch of people got in between us, and the next thing I know, I was thrown out of the Yeah. Place. See, I don't know. You're much kinder than I was. If he would have taken my beer and then pushed me, I'm borrowing somebody else's beer but to the, go outside the, his the, head. But the first thing I did was, uh, the first thing I did when he shoved me, because I, I was in shock. That he just grabbed it as I was reaching for it, said it to me, and shoved me. I'm like, and, and like this guy. That's what me. I'm saying. He's already got the beer, so why would he shove you? I don't that know. That makes no sense. He was obviously already. He drunk. was cruising for a bruising. Yes. You should have gave him one. So I, I, I thought you let him was... off the hook, Carlin. I'm disappointed in you. Well, but here's the problem. I need the Chris. bald mamba to come out in that moment. I, I'm not a. I, I'm not a. Fan. We need to find this guy, and you need to fight him. Exactly. I, I think you need a grudge fight him match. 
Years later, it's not over. Like I said, it, it turns out it, after 20 years, I thought it was one person. turns out it's not. And then he speculated that it was a roadie. But after 20 years, you're still talking about it, which means you're not over it. It's not that I'm not over no, it. No, I don't know. It doesn't only, sound like you're over it. When I was a freshman in high school, yeah. I went to Catholic high school, all boys, and I got in like nine fights. Okay. That was like Lord of the Flies. All right, what was your record? One and eight? Roughly. Why? <laughs> <laughs> that was people from the choir. I was, a, I was a terrible fighter. And I even did lose one to a guy who was like five foot five. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's like losing to the Houston Texans. It basically. Come on, man. That's what it was. My I, goodness. I was never a good fighter fighter i mm-hmm. just never was so I, I think i think that's to be commended i've never gotten in a fight since it's to be commended to be a doormat for guys to take your beer at a doormat? bar i'm a lover thanks for listening to greenie the podcast you can listen live each weekday morning at 10 eastern on espn radio or watch the show through the watch tab on the espn app also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.